Hi, I'm Vanessa and you are listening to Diary of a Public Artist. A few years ago, I started this new adventure. I left a full-time teaching role to become a social entrepreneur and public artist. Join me in this podcast as I navigate this exciting, colourful and multi-hyphenated journey of life as a public artist, stroke teacher, stroke teaching artist, stroke social entrepreneur, (laughs) stroke podcast host. It's a wild ride. Join me. Hello and welcome to Diary of a Public Artist. It's Vanessa. For those who don't know or don't know anything about me, I am a public artist, educator and entrepreneur. So yes, my sister and I have a small business called 731 where we run creative workshops and interventions for homeless and offenders and ex-offenders across the Northwest and Yorkshire. And when I'm not doing that, well, (laughs) I am actually a public artist. So I get commissioned by organizations and individuals to beautify places and um, create design concepts and then install them. Normally painted, sometimes mosaic, sometimes mixed media. So yeah, that's me. Hi! Each week, I'm going to tell you what I've learned, what I've experienced, and I guess how you could do this if you ever wanted to give it a try. You might not ever want to be a public artist or small business owner, but you might have a career change in mind. You might think, hmm, how could I do that? So let's see what I've learned this week. So I got to thinking this week, I really enjoy making this podcast. Who am I making it for? I'm making it for you. And you would be someone interested in changing career path or someone who wants to set up a small business or someone who even literally wants to be a public artist. So I thought when I was starting this journey four years ago, what did I want to know? What did I want to figure out? Because it was like starting all over again in some respects. So this week, I'm going to talk about being prepared. I had to think through and I thought, right, I want to talk about five things I've discovered about changing your career. Five things I've discovered about changing your career and they all begin with prepare. (laughs) So what is it? Fail to prepare, prepare to fail. I mean, fail is a hard, hard word, but actually speaking on failure, just as a small segue, what do they say? No equals new opportunity and failing forward. So basically you do, and it's a true fact. You do actually learn more from the things you quote, get wrong from your quote failures than you can do from your successes. So failure is not a bad word. So segue back. (laughs) Five things I've discovered about changing your career. Prepare. So my first prepare is prepare before you leave. Okay, this might seem really obvious and um, but it's not obvious really. And I'm going to take a minute or two minutes to speak on each thing so it doesn't go on for the whole of eternity. (laughs) 
the first prepare prepare before you leave in my career before i left to pursue this current career i was a full-time lecturer in graphic design and advertising very comfortable and very successful in my role and i had a great time and i was in that role in various different ways from being a tutor working with 16 to 18 year olds then to being a lecturer working with degree students i was in that role for around about nine or ten years before I made this leap and um, really enjoying quite a lot of success in the form of my career and in seeing my students success because they were doing really well and are doing great things now so um, yeah so that was great but the organization itself was going through some changes and we all know or you may know that when it comes out to being organizational changes unfortunately that can mean job losses now in my position my job wasn't at risk but there were some people in my department whose jobs were at risk and they didn't really want to leave um and at the time uh, my sister and i had already started 731 more my sister really because i was working as a lecturer full-time and we already started having these thoughts about the business in fact many of my degree students at the time came and did placements at the business and and that was that was great that was really fun so yeah as I was saying some people in my department their jobs were at risk but they weren't ready to go my job wasn't at risk but I was in a position where I thought okay this could be the time to take that leap once the decision was made and the processes had gone through I think I only had Oh, way less than a month. In fact, way less than three weeks to kind of get myself ready. So in a way, that was a bit of a a shock, the speed at which I was one minute lecturing, one minute done. And um, I was ready for it because it was something I was thinking about. But if I think back now, is there different ways that a person could prepare? I think yes. And if I was sort of saying to you what could you do in that situation or a similar situation I would say you know make sure you've got your clients lined up before you leave make sure you've got all of your systems lined up but mainly your clients when I took that leap out I was ready for the first six months or so I reckon and that's good because if I left without any buffer it would have been a challenge so preparing before you leave means I think preparing psychologically emotionally getting prepared to leave because it's a big life change it was a big life change for me even though it was an ambition I had to run the non-profit with my sister it was an ambition so I was already emotionally ready but it was still a big change to go from I'd love to say nine to five but let's be honest lecturing is more like seven to seven okay so (laughs) going from a seven to seven to uh, leaping into the world of um, non-profit enterprise big thing so yeah prepare before you leave uh, emotionally financially and in terms of your clients and time okay so my next prepare and actually do you know i did say five things i discovered but i think it might be six is that okay so it won't go up to seven, eight, nine, and ten. <laughs> it will stay at six. And this is because this one links with my last one, which was prepare to prepare before you leave. And this one is prepare for backlash. Ooh. So now I think this one is gonna be almost exclusive to 
No, actually, now I think of it. I was going to say it's going to be almost exclusive to teachers leaving for another role, but it could actually could relate to a lot of different organisations where you or roles where you have direct reports or you have people who you are leading through something or if you're in a leadership role full stop there might be a backlash prepare for that so my backlash came in the form of my students oh my goodness heartbreaking I think my students felt so abandoned and honestly oh that was tough I'm an empath and some people I don't think would care but when you've built up a relationship with students or with employees or with team leaving that team leaving those students is really difficult you can do as much as you can to prepare for that in terms of if it's direct reports you could set up clients coming in for the next few weeks for me I set up all of their modules and resources and wrote all their assignment briefs and all of that technical stuff I I stayed up night after night after night seriously getting two and three hours sleep to make sure that once I left they weren't left in a big black hole of no information but even then delivering the news to them to let them know I was leaving oof that was hard and the backlash really came from I think many of those students felt abandoned and I I pride myself on keeping strong sort of relationships with my students following their careers through um, if they're having exhibitions if they're doing just anything in the industry I like to through social media channels through their websites through networking events I like to champion them long after they are out of my charge and we're out of my charge as students you know going back many many years students who I met when they were 16 and now 28 or so still in contact with them and following their careers so with this last set when the emotional backlash of me quote leaving them quote them feeling abandoned that was tough but that is um that's just I don't think that can be avoided But when I say prepare, prepare for that backlash. If you're someone who doesn't like to hurt people's feelings or feel like you've let someone down or upset them, that can come when you when you change career. It can come because you are going to be leaving a team direct reports or students behind and it's likely their feelings will be hurt. Prepare to dive out of your comfort zone. Not just step. Oh, no, no, no. Stepping is too comfortable. Dive. Dive out of your comfort zone. (laughs) When you're changing your career, you might be taking a path that you've never been down before. And I remember when I was diving into this new adventure, I remember reading... (laughs) Googling people who have changed careers, looking for accounts, blogs, uh, forums, anything, leaving a a successful, uh, comfortably paying role to becoming a freelance public artist and non-profit social entrepreneur. Okay, then this is not going to be that comfortable. Potentially, this is not going to be comfortable. This is going to be seriously uncomfortable and a bit scary. 
let's be honest, but thankfully I don't scare easily. <laughs> After looking on all of my forums, you know, I found people who went from being a teacher to being a nurse. Now, same with me, not being a nurse, but going from being a teacher to being a small business owner or business owner and artist. It's like, right, where do I start? I might need to retrain. For sure, I'm definitely gonna need to re-network because a lot of my networks were established in the education and graphic design industry. And when I first stepped out of that career, I did think I was gonna pursue more of a graphic design freelance as well as the small business, but it didn't go that way. So diving out the comfort zone was stepping into a whole new world of people, of networks, where I didn't have that much currency in terms of I wasn't known. In my former career, I was known in my industry and my successes were known. But when you step into a brand new sector, you are unknown. You are as a beginner. So that could put many, many people off. But what I will say about that is stepping out of that comfort zone is worth it because you develop in ways that you couldn't even chart. Now, if you're a planner like me, I would like plan my CPD, but it was all within the scope of what I knew and what I could see. When you step out, stroke dive out of your comfort zone, you have to develop in ways you could not even imagine. Tap into different parts of your character, your skill, your talents that you didn't even know you had. And because of that, because of leaping out of my comfort zone from the career I was in into this new adventure, I actually discovered that, yeah, I love graphic design. Yeah, I have a certain level of success in, in the graphic design industry. And yeah, I'm a strong educator. But I actually discovered that one of my root passions is for illustration. I would never have discovered that. And when I looked back, I realized that a lot of my design solutions for graphic clients, or even in the way that I delivered some of my workshops as a lecturer, really focused around some of the principles of illustration. And that was a revelation. I was like, oh my goodness. And I discovered that through stepping out of my stroke diving, <laughs> out of my comfort zone. So when you do that, and when you prepare to do that, and by preparing, I mean, you just have to say, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna feel uncomfortable. I'm gonna be afraid. But when I do it afraid, which is a quote from, actually it's a quote from a preacher called Joyce Meyer. So when you do it afraid, you actually learn so much about yourself, more than you could ever imagine. And you develop skills that you couldn't even plan to develop. It's great, it's worth it. My next one was prepare to start again. Okay, so prepare to start again. I do think I've covered that, so I won't go over it too much, but it's basically being uh, established in your career to starting again. And that is in itself a form of diving out of your comfort zone. Some people are quite driven or held by status. And when you're taking a leap out of your comfort zone of a career that you've been in for a certain number of years, you have to be a beginner again in some respects. I cannot tell you <laughs> the amount of times that as I've been doing some public art projects, people would come up to me and be like, wow, so what are you studying? <laughs> but in, in the sector, I think people don't necessarily believe or 
see or are aware of the career pathways within the creative sector. So they would assume you can only do it if it's for fun. So it could be around, it could be around that assumption and that's not a problem. But, and I'm not, I'm not a proud person, but if I was, that would really stink. If you imagine going from being a decorated lecturer where I did win a lot of awards and recognitions to someone saying, so what are you studying? Are you studying art? So you have to be prepared for that. You have to be prepared to go from a certain height in your career to a beginner again. You have to be humble enough to start again and ask questions. I mean, in any case in life, no one knows everything. Everyone is learning and the best teachers are learners too. So that's okay. But when when you're diving into this kind of uh, adventure, changing your career, yeah, you have to prepare to start again. You might not have needed to study for maybe up to 20 years or beyond. And in my preparing to start again, I literally went on a mission of research. I would attend seminars, artist talks, sign up to things like Skillshare. I would watch YouTube videos. I would read articles, read backlogs of, not backlogs, backdated articles. There's a whole learning curve that you go on or that I went on. And I think most people would go on when you're changing your career. You are starting as a beginner again. You're starting as a student again. Um, which again, like I said, in, in diving out of your comfort zone, is scary but it's also an incredible adventure and when I look back on the four I think it's four or five years I think yeah four years of this journey that I've been on I couldn't imagine where I'm now when I started it's an exciting adventure but not without its scary times okay this is the last one and it's exciting (laughs) So we're talking about five things I have discovered about changing your career. And it's focused around being prepared. And the six ways I think you should be prepared or I needed to be prepared or whoever to be prepared before you dive into that adventure. So the first one we looked at was prepare before you leave. Prepare financially, prepare emotionally, prepare strategically. Next one, prepare for a backlash. If you're working with students, if you've got direct reports, even family, I forgot about that one. You know, there could be a backlash from family uh, in terms of lots of fear that can come um, forward when they hear that you are changing your career, especially into a career that you are going to be building again, you know, especially when you're at a height. It's quite difficult for some people to understand why you would want to do that. But your motivations are going to be intrinsic or they could be financial. But know those motivations and stick to them because when the backlash comes financially, emotionally, from former colleagues, students, family, you need like a central point of determination to hold on to. The next one was prepare to work hard. (laughs) Yeah, hard work is inevitable and that can come in many ways. Then looked at preparing to (laughs) not just step, but dive out of your comfort zone and then prepare to start again, which is a form of diving out of your comfort zone. So here we are. 
My last preparedness. Prepare for success. <laughs> Bet you were expecting that one. So yeah, prepare for success. Seriously. So there's lots of fear, lots of scaring, lots of diving out of comfort zones. But guess what? You will experience success. Now, how you define the success is up to you. Successes can be quote small and they can be big, but prepare for those successes. First thing is to remember to enjoy it as it arrives, whether it be quote small or quote large, quote private or quote public success. Just appreciate it, appreciate yourself and appreciate how far you've come and the brave, brave thing you've done by changing your career, by taking that step, by diving out of your comfort zone, by dealing with a backlash, by working hard, by starting from the start again and being a beginner and just doing something that so many people are so afraid and may never do. Another thing is to set yourself up properly. So this is the strategic side. And by that, I mean, make sure you've got your financial structures in order. Because once again, a whole other chat (laughs) will be about tax and tax returns and insurances and everything. It's a whole other situation that we'll talk about. (laughs) So make sure you've got your website set up, make sure you've got your social media and that they actually link, that they make sense. One's not like blah, 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 UK, and one's not like Vanessa, UK. Make sure they all make sense together, you know, that you're the same on all of your social media platforms, if possible. It might be too late and your name might have been taken already. But if you can, just get some coherency and create a strong offering out there to the world. So websites, finances, social media, and also preparing for success is also getting out there and meeting people. And meeting people doesn't have to be in the formal networking way in terms of let's go to a networking event. Connecting with people for me is the best way I've found to um, network because it's not like networking, it's just connecting human to human, finding points of interest and speaking, communicating and connecting to me is the best form of quote networking and when you communicate and connect with someone it requires a certain level of well not a certain level I think it requires you to be genuine and when you build genuine connections with people I think those working partnerships go beyond just here's my card where's your card I'll contact you yeah yeah it goes beyond that you build something way more long lasting and to my mind more valuable and more fruitful for both parties so get out there and speak with people just get social again (laughs) and I say it again because in my experience when you're in sustained career mine like 10 years plus you have a certain network within your industry and it's comfortable and you all speak in the same way, uh, not necessarily accent wise, you know, you all speak the same language, you all in education, you all know the same acronyms, you all know the same key dates, you all know the same key milestones, you know, everything the same. So it's quite comfortable and it can be 
different new strange exhilarating many words to start communicating to people outside of that circle that was quite a chat (laughs) so that was all about five things that I've discovered about changing your career for each episode I will delve into the top things I've discovered about dot 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 and if you have any suggestions just ping me a comment or a dm or an email or anything leave me a comment on my website whatever whichever is easiest for you and let me know what what you'd like to know about my adventure as a public artist and founder so yeah if you want to find out more you can find my website at vanessascott.co.uk and it's vanessa v-e-n-e-s-s-a scott s-c-o-t-t dot co.uk or on twitter and instagram at vanessa scott underscore uk if you want to find out a bit more about the business that my sister and i founded that is 731 the words s-e-v-e-n-t-h-r-e-e-o-n-e-1 731 underscore uk and you can find that on twitter and facebook and also just now instagram (laughs) so yeah but have a look at those and yeah drop me a line let me know all right until i speak to you again have an amazing amazing week and i'll speak to you soon bye